um, because you're just like, everybody should make a podcast. And then other people have said that I should try to do try to do a podcast at some point in my life. And I'm like, ah, I think I should. That might be fun. I, do, I, I would say yes. I have said that everyone should make a podcast, but specifically you Whoa. should make a podcast about all the things you're passionate about. That would be fun. You know, quite honestly, because you have you're pretty opinionated, uh, yeah, and you're pretty stubborn, yeah. That makes you a great podcaster. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> I'm I'm glad. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad that I have that set of skills, mm-hmm. the set of podcaster skills. You know what I'm good at? Backhanded compliments. Yeah, of course, exactly. <laughs> so like, you're stubborn, but I love that about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's oh. the only way that you'll hear it. Yeah. Hey, man. You have a nice haircut. <laughs> Too bad. That's that's not backhanded. That's just like that's a very terrible way of hiding your dislike of my hair. No, no. I, I'm saying I, I was genuinely saying I like your haircut, but then I was gonna say something negative about you. Like, right. Oh right, uh, right. So that was your attempt you, at backhanded. You have you have low morals. You, yeah. You your really, your ethical, your ethical uh, spirit is very um, yeah. subject Makes to sense. Yeah, that's a good first distortion. Attempt. Yeah, that's not you. That's not your style. You, you don't want to give backhanded compliments. No. That no. are reversed on themselves and actually are supposed to be endearing. Yeah. That's not your style. Your style is to just be nice. Yeah, exactly. Just, a nice guy. just be nice. I don't have that. You know this. <laughs> I don't have that skill. I have a deep, dark hole in my heart, actually. I am in Suchoi. Oh, it was that, that was that an imitation of me? <laughs> yes. It's not. It doesn't come out of a deep, dark hole. It comes out of a very uh, uh, snarky, uh-huh. uh, playful, jester part of my heart. So one, one would say maybe like a snarky puppy, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So, do you know Snarky Puppy? Uh, no. Really? I don't know what you're I'm talking about. I'm surprised that you don't know Snarky Puppy. Uh, I thought you I might. I might have an understanding of this meme, but I'm not sure. It's not a meme. It. It's not a meme. It's not a meme. What it's not it? a pun. So you'll love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is actually a band, and they are, I believe, like a contemporary jazz band. Okay. And they're really good. They have a lot of good things. I enjoy listening to them. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I may have heard of them. I do like jazz, but I, I, I can't think of any of their songs, and I can't recall the last time I've ever used the two words "snarky puppy." Well, you know, I feel like that actually might be your spirit animal. So A I snarky think puppy. I, I think uh, I think you would enjoy listening to them. It mm-hmm. might conjure up some really. Uh, visceral yeah. stuff for you thank you visceral <laughs> visceral one of my favorite words yes <laughs> yes well i am a pretty unstable person so the, just visceral is very fitting that? i think so uh, okay yeah i i guess yeah i could i could see it implying that usually whenever i think of visceral i just think of like guts like mm-hmm. oh you yeah. know like really yeah. yeah yeah just like grunts and guts basically yeah and just so uh, we're on the same page, listeners, uh, that's that is my child, but it, I'm not neglecting my my child. <laughs> He's totally. She neglecting. is being taken care of. 
Um, he's, he, she's all alone in she, a dark room. She is not just alone on the concrete, <laughs> she, rubbing her head against the floor. <laughs> she's literally eating rocks right now. <laughs> That's not what's happening. <laughs> this oh, is going to be fun. Oh, I don't mean, put that know, in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Just drop it. Just drop it before child services come knocking through. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So, uh, this is going to be a great podcast. I don't know what's going to happen. Me neither. You know what I mean? It's already off to a really great start. Well, it certainly feel. is. It certainly is. Implying that I'm a neglectful parent. It's a great way to start a podcast about education. I mean, you opened faith. the door. Did I open the door? Or was there a thief in the night? That came just you, you rushing left, in. You left your door unlocked, and then I, perchance, happened to open it. Yeah. <laughs> and walk through. Lock your doors, people. <laughs> um, this is an educated life. This is a Christian higher education podcast. Yes. Where uh, we, you know, talk, mm-hmm. laugh, yeah. cry. Yep. Ooh. And maybe learn. Yeah, maybe, maybe learn something. Possibly. I mean, only. it's like education. Yeah. So it's always an option. Exactly. It, yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to take it into you got to walk with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh you know the podcast is all about stories and it's about human beings and about persons and about seeing people as they are mm. and getting kind of like a deep dive into you know their essence. I like that. Their qualities. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, what makes them tick. Their insecurities. TikTok. Their defense goes the yeah. clock. I, I'm on TikTok now. Are you on TikTok? I am not on TikTok, well, and nor will loser. I ever be. You are <laughs> way behind. <laughs> this is a uh, old millennial schooling you <laughs> in so many ways. This is, it's actually, this podcast is called An Educated Life, and it's about roasting Austin to smithereens. That's right. <laughs> I need an outlet for all the angst <laughs> that I feel that you make me feel actually. Let me rephrase that. But so good to see you today. So so good to see you I'm too. So glad oh, we're we like each other more than we sound like we like yes. each other. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. I would dare say, dare say even love each other. I, I would uh I might consider that. <laughs> <laughs> There's that backhanded kind of like yeah. loopy loopy door. Uh, you know what? I think Thursday afternoon is a very strategic time. It's yeah. A, it's a time to reflect mm-hmm. on the week. Mm-hmm. It's a time to, um, you know, start feeling like we need rest. Yeah. And the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this sure. is our one-on-one time. Yeah. So And it's beautiful. I guess what I'm saying is uh, you never get my best. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, that's what I was really striving for in setting up this time together. And, you know, like Thursday like, seminars right after this. Yeah. Which, you know, we all just like, you know. We love. I it's, mean, it's fantastic. Or, or it's like something we want to like excise out of us like a tumor. Or demon. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Either, either it, m- metaphor is correct. <laughs> If it was a multiple choice, it would have been both A and B. <laughs> both A and B. You're right. <laughs> or all of the above if there were only three choices. You know? Awesome. What I love about you, and um, I think people can already tell if they don't know you already, is that you are uh, a man of the comedy arts. <laughs> you're a funny guy. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That's Sometimes you're unintentional about it. 
oh. sometimes you make me laugh, but I don't think you're trying to make me laugh. You're yeah. just a funny guy. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's never I'm laughing at you. Yeah. It's it's always like I, I, I laugh because I appreciate the quirks and the qualities about you that make you unique. Well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. You know, it's it's funny because... Uh, uh, what I'm saying is you get on my nerves. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There we go. There's There it is. That's, that's uh, what we're doing. You really, weren't getting the getting hint, so I just had to like... <laughs> I had to like spell it out. <laughs> Actually, Min hired uh, an airplane artist to spell it out in the clouds for yeah, yeah, exactly. me just so that I could see you it. Get on my nerves. No. Um, you are a wonderful human being. Hey. And I've come to deeply appreciate what you're about um, and how you carry yourself and how much um, you express confidence and self-assurance um and yet i know that deeply um that you deeply feel that you Mm. deeply wrestle through many things um and that you're just real and Mm. and you're down to earth and humble so those are all the things that i'm I'm gonna say up front so that i can just eviscerate you (laughs) exactly the rest of the podcast honestly i was i was like halfway expecting that that was the way actually more than half. i was fully expecting that that was the way that you were gonna end that you know how this works you know how this brain of mine works i love your brain i Um, really do and i love you uh, you know uh Often, um, you know, these can feel like an interview, and I try not to make them feel yeah. like an interview. It's just a conversation that we're having. For sure. So I guess, I mean, I want to start off very casual, mm-hmm. you know, semi-cash. Yeah, semi-cash, just like um, our dress. Uh, how is this part of the semester for you? Like, what's going on in your life right now? Yeah, week, it's week 11, right? Week, week 11, week 12, I, I don't think, know. Yeah, week 11, going on to week 12, I think. Um, yeah, this part of the semester for me, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like uh, uh, I, I always kind of feel like I need to be more disciplined with my sleeping schedule. Right. But, you know, part of me is just like I'm alive. I'm awake. Yeah. I'm working. I'm yeah. doing things. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about, about my energy levels. Mm-hmm. So, like, part of me doesn't, like, part of me feels bad about not getting as much sleep as i want to be getting but also mm-hmm. part of me is just like you know i'm i'm living and yeah. that's really cool has anyone ever said this about you what um has anyone just went like uh what do you do with your life <laughs> <laughs> has anybody questioned my motives for no, living no, no, it's not that it's not that because <laughs> here's the thing like you embody what you just said mm. um uh, and you live out that very much so and I just realize, even as your supervisor and as someone who, whose job is to ask about how you're doing academically mm-hmm. and how you're faring in all of your endeavors, yeah, I don't really bring up those questions. Hmm. Now, some can frame that as my fault, but I also think it's your fault. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure it is my fault. Um, we don't. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's your fault because you carry yourself in such a way where you feel like I feel like you have a very, very good sense hmm. of what you need to do. You do them. You don't really like bring them up or highlight them. You just kind of carry on with your study. I actually have never talked to you yep. about your coursework. That's actually very true. Yeah. Like I'm just realizing this right now. So I guess let me formally apologize. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess we could just catch up a little bit about yeah, that. For but sure. I guess what I'm trying to say is like um, we often talk through some really really cool yeah deep yeah um you know soul-centered things yeah which i've i've always uh, told you how much i um feel 
refresh. I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's very reciprocal. You ask me questions about oh, how I'm doing, definitely, and it's just a really really um, enjoyable hour for the most yeah. part. It's very profound, but like, tell me a little bit about like, is that intentional? Is, is what I'm like feeling and what I'm observing about you mm. like intentional? Do you just kind of like get your things that you need to get done out of the way? Um, almost like you treat it as like those aren't the necessarily the most important things mm-hmm. in my life kind of thing. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. First, I want to 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 affirm and say that I really enjoy our times together too, mm-hmm. and I think that they're really sweet, and I'm I enjoy what we get to talk about, yep. and um, yeah, I look forward to to our hours together mm-hmm. um to just talk about life and talk about the depth of who we are as people and mm-hmm. um who we are as like unique individual people and then who we are as the broader humanity too so yeah um and who god is yeah. i feel like we talk a lot about who god is yeah. which is really which is really good rich yeah. um second so that to answer that question i th- i feel that The way in which I live my life, I feel is very, it's all kind of interrelated and connected with each other. So my education um, dips into what I'm thinking about and what I'm feeling through and what I'm experiencing and what I'm growing in. Yeah. Um, and so it's not, nece- I don't necessarily uh, talk with you about like, we did this in class today or we did this in class today, Right. but more so like, what I'm gathering from my classes and then being able to uh, work through process and then be able to deliver uh, to you some of the things that are happening in my life because of the things that I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So it's never, it's, I don't think that it's ever like, here's a focused bit about what I'm learning in this class, but it's, it's taking in all of what I'm learning from each class and kind of conglomerating it into, into how are these classes, how is my life at this point developing and growing? Yeah. Um, and how do I follow that lead, you know? Um, so I think, I think that may be why uh, we just haven't really talked about my coursework all that much because yeah. we, we talk about it in a kind of way, you know? But let me ask you in a different way, I guess, like, mm-hmm. you know, because this is your senior year. Yeah. Your senior. And what's your major again? Uh, psychology. Psychology. Yeah. And, um, you know, psychology is, in my opinion, like a very profound mm-hmm. subject to study. Yeah. And I kind of wish I, you know, maybe psychology would, would have been something that I enjoyed much more than biology <laughs> or zoology, <laughs> what I studied in undergrad. I guess I, my question to you is like, um, a lot of what you often share, which I really appreciate, is is in the depths of who you are and um, you know God. But like, I'm just curious, like on a lesser, almost like lesser de- deep level. Yeah. What do you feel like you are becoming an expert at? Like, what kind of uh, like what, what is your practice? What do you think you want your practice to be? I've never asked you this. Like, yeah. what do you want to be good at? Hmm. What do I want to be good at? That's actually, I was actually just recently thinking about something in regards to this. Um, I, growing up, I was never the best at, at anything. You know, there was never, there was never something that Austin was really good at, like exceptionally good at and was like, um, 
other other than other than like academics um but i didn't know that because i was homeschooled so there was no real like comparison and i was like is my mom just giving me a good grade because like you know all that kind of she wants me to succeed in life (laughs) screwing the system yeah she's screwing the system (laughs) for my benefit who knows (laughs) um but so i didn't really know i didn't really know that academics was a thing that i was really good at so you're Um, you're studious you're a good student i am a good student i would say that um until like I didn't know that until I came to college. Yeah. And like in my in my first year of college, especially first semester, I was deeply insecure about my standing as a student, actually. Um, because, like you didn't think you were a good student? Yeah. Oh. I didn't think that I had the chops to, wow. to do college. I thought that all of my high school career like was kind of, it felt like kind of a sham to me. I felt like I, I kind of coasted through. Um uh, didn't like didn't engage in as much uh, educational growth as as like I could have or had opportunity to. Mm-hmm. Um, was all of that baseless? Was that all of that? Like, did you come in with those fears, or did Fox kind of like unravel, hmm. like, un- unveil those things for you? Um, I think part of it was baseless. I think th- the the part that Fox unraveled for me is that. Um, like a very practical way. I throughout my whole high school career there had been one one like five or six page paper that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And then coming into a college where they're like, "Hey, we're going to write all of these papers throughout this semester and and getting a s- actual syllabi saying like this is what you're going to have to accomplish within yep. this amount of time was like I cannot write this many paper like i've only written one six page paper in my life and then all the rest have been like one to two pages and you know so on and so forth so that in a very like practical level yes but i think a lot of it was baseless because i didn't realize that um i had the tools and the capabilities that i needed Mm -hmm. to succeed academically it didn't matter like the quantity that i would necessarily write but uh i had the quality that that a college level needs um but i didn't necessarily i wasn't necessarily confident in that because i thought i had to hit a certain number um, rather than share good juicy like steak thoughts you know yeah so um yeah if that answers i mean that answers part of the question so you you feel like you're a good student well i mean and so uh, don't frame it in terms of like what you feel like you're great at or good at or best at but like what do you like doing what do i like doing yeah so yeah is it is like i guess another way to ask the question is are you going to do something with your psychology degree after after you graduate do you feel like it's going to be more going in that direction of like doing some sort of work that involves what you've learned or do you feel like it's going to be like a great informer and maybe a good supplement but you're going to switch gears Hmm. after after college yeah let me think about that real quick because i know that you have a deep desire as you're thinking sorry yeah go ahead like ministry yes and um but like 
define that a little bit more. What, yeah. what does that look like? What, yeah. do, what kind of things do you want to be able to do in ministry or what kind of ministering things <laughs> do you want to be involved with? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think psychology has become like like supplemental in a way that that you have said. I don't think that I'm necessarily going to pursue anything more in in a graduate sense with psychology. Um, I do believe that I'm going to uh, go to seminary and pursue uh, an MDiv or you know something along those lines. But I think the way that the things that I have learned through psychology, um, through being a psychology major, are going to deeply influence how I think and view the world and people. Sure. Um, and I think that they're going to deeply influence the way that I do ministry because I feel like a lot of, a lot of, uh, at least from from my from my uh, growing up. Christianity and psychology, because like psychology is a science, a social science, and it, it talks about identity and spirituality and has all these different components to it. And like spirituality and psychology kind of rubbed up against each other or like contemporary modern psychology. Right. You know? Um, and so like they seem incompatible with each other. And I think that through being in psychology and through being, uh, uh, learning how to research, learning what what is good research, um, has allowed me to see that psychology isn't baseless, and it's not it's not like this thing that's going to overtake Christianity. It almost like it's almost like Christianity thinks that like people are going to replace Christianity with this type of positive psychology. Yeah. Almost, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that. Honestly, psychology and the things that we study really confirm what Scripture already talks about in our humanity and in our psycho and in our psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's really funny because some of the things I learn in class, I'm like, that's really interesting because Paul says to do this practice mm-hmm. that modern psychology is now saying this will benefit like your health, your overall well-being, like your satisfaction with life. And then Paul's just like, yeah, be grateful in all things. Find find things to be thankful for on a daily, minutely basis. Um, and so s- stuff like that. So I, I think that psychology informs now a little bit more of how I view my Christian faith um, and how I minister to people, because I want to be able to couple ministering to people with practical or, or with practices that will actually help them mm-hmm. and have been shown to help. Um, and instead of like, here's what here's what only the Bible says about this, and like it says that it'll be good for you. It says that like doing these practices, meditating, all of these different things will be good for you. But here's also what scientists are saying about this and how this actually benefits your life. Yeah. Um, and here's a study that you can actually look at. Um, and then being able to to like bolster what scripture says with what we're learning as human beings mm-hmm. about humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So what you're saying is you're going to throw away your undergrad degree. That's all I got. From <laughs> throw away my undergrad yeah. degree. Yeah. Like mm. I did. <laughs> I don't think you can. I feel like your undergrad degree sticks with you the whole, your whole life. Oh, unless, unless you, unless I heard, I heard I've heard that before. Yeah. And it sounds like a sound way of looking at life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I think it's less so a piece of paper and more so like maybe, you know, four years of development in your life. Ooh. I, yeah. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> um, Do you feel like, I mean, if you could encapsulate what the college experience has been for you, hmm. um, what are you most thankful for? Yeah. Let's let's practice what you just preached, yeah. which is, what are you thankful for when it, can, when it comes to these past four years? For sure. I think I've actually been doing a lot of reflecting and thinking on, on what this experience has been for me um, recently. I mean, being a senior. Um and I think my college experience has been marked by a lot of humbling. And I'm thankful for the ways in which my college experiences has humbled me. I feel like uh, I've, I came into college really holding fast to a lot of different beliefs, some of them really good and some of them that I still hold fast to very much, but then also some of them pretty detrimental mm-hmm. um, to my view of myself, my view of other people, my view of God. And uh, I was determined that I was not going to be swayed by the liberal ways of George Fox University and their like liberal Christianity. Yeah. You kind of came in with that mindset. Yeah. For real? Totally. Totally came in with that mindset because back home, whenever I would tell people about George Fox and tell them like, hey, it's a Quaker school, they're like, the Quakers, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and even even I actually remember I um I talked with I had a, a phone conversations conversation slash interview with Brian Doak because I was thinking about going into the biblical studies department, um, and uh, he he made the distinction to me like of the East Coast Quakers and the West Coast Quakers. He's like, yeah, the West Coast Quakers, they're like Unitarian a little bit. Um, you know, they're kind of the more liberal side. But East Coast Quakers were, were a little bit more conservative and all that kind of stuff. And so even there, like, there was almost this, uh, uh, there's this stigma surrounding specifically Quakerism, which I thought was really interesting, and surrounding George Fox University um, that... Uh, that it was like a more liberal side of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then also, actually, uh, one of the other colleges I visited, which I, I, won't, I won't name just to, like... That's what... Yeah, to, to be fair to them. Um, but uh, I was looking at going into, like, this special uh, biblical studies program that they have, and I talked with, uh, like, the head, the head guys over it. And I told them that I was looking at George Fox University, and they were like, George Fox University? Do you know about George Fox University? And so, like, they they told me some things about George Fox University that weren't necessarily true about about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I had to kind of weave my weave and kind of try to understand um, a little bit more. So definitely came into Fox with that 
mindset of like, I will not be swayed. I'm going to try to keep to my, you know, what I believe about the world. And I think uh, coming here and like going into these different classes that have been super formational for me, um, I was presented with a lot of new information about perspectives that I thought I knew, but really didn't know. Yeah. Um, and having kind of my roots a little bit agitated in the soil, like feeling feeling kind of moved, mm-hmm. um, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think that a lot of what I was choosing to believe in was based on pride and me not wanting to be wrong about the world and also based on um, this idea and this desire for safety and safety and beliefs and not having to wrestle with uh, cognitive dissonance, as it were, a psychological term. Um, This cognitive dissonance of holding one thought that you deeply value and hold, but also holding an opposite thought or, or seemingly parallel thought um in tandem with each other and then having to like reconcile and work through the stress that that causes and the distress that that causes so um i think in a lot of ways there were a lot of things that i was wrong in and i think in a lot of ways there were some things that that have just grown to be more foundational in my life um and so but the things that i was wrong in both in like in my class experience as well as social experience here at Fox, um, those deeply humbled me, um, which I'm very thankful for. And that was, that was something that I prayed for a lot Mm -hmm. in just throughout my whole Christian walk is to, um, grow in humility. Yeah. Um, and I think God definitely answered in, uh, coming to Fox. So, yeah. I mean, when you mentioned humbling, I feel like, because in life you're going to experience a lot of misinformation or yeah. be wrong at times, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes those are those seemingly are easier to just well, yeah. Sometimes you're going to be wrong, and yeah. sometimes you're going to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you talk about humbling, it seems like you've also um, integrated and practice this mechanism of being open-minded mm-hmm. in uncertainty or even if you're right uh not just like sh- you know gunning it and yeah. just being like i'm right mm-hmm. but being very wise and reserved in that and then when you're wrong to not fear failure to not fear yeah. criticism like is that is that kind of what you're talking about a little bit when you're when you're being humbled like that practice of not being any less you know of a person with conviction but almost adding this ability to be real-time discerning things being more open-minded to ideas Mm -hmm. and realizing that you have a more having a more realistic scope of how limited your perspective is that kind of thing yeah i i definitely agree with that i i I think that was actually put very well, and I don't necessarily need to add too much to it. Well, I mean, my question is like, and maybe you can push back against this if you don't agree. Yeah. But like, everyone has to make a choice whether they want to adopt those things or not. Yes. Because, you know, when you're wrong, 
you're wrong. And yeah. when you're right, you're right. And yeah. those things are not necessarily like in your control to say. Like mm-hmm. what what is right will come through. What is wrong will also come through in yeah. the end, right? Mm-hmm. But this idea of actually like latching on to humility or like wanting it, mm. that seems optional. Mm. And certainly yeah. I know a lot of people who lack it yeah. even in their older age. Yeah. And so my question is like, what was that thing that helped you buy into that? Because I'm sure like like many many of us when we are humbled mm-hmm. we feel that pain and we feel that insecurity come up and we it's it's an obstacle it's yeah. a choice it's like a, a cross it's like a crossroads moment yeah. where you go am i going to lean into that or am yes. i going to go like no like double down on myself and not learn mm-hmm. so what what were the what was like can you give an example of that like tension that you felt of like how do you how did you deal with some of that yeah humbling that humble pie you were eating this these last three and a half years. Definitely, Yeah. I think a super big example. Um, so I came into college with a certain, like with, with a certain political agenda that was, that was kind of fed to me just growing up in the, in the context I grew up in. Um, and think something that was, confronted in me was this idea of uh, my bias and my uh, prejudices um, against certain groups of people that I was I wasn't even aware of um, and uh, a lot of a lot of circumstances uh, made that happen and I thank God for them um, but there was this one there was this one point, in my walk with it, that I had a very real opportunity to to say, I'm not going to go down this road anymore, or I am going to go down this road, even though it's scary and it hurts to, to deal with this stuff. Um, and so uh, that, that opportunity was actually at, um, I was a PA for my sophomore year, and we had diversity training. Uh, that that year, and uh, I just remember being in kind of a breakout session, and I think it was Jamie Johnson who was talking with us, mm-hmm. and he he said, "Because you guys are white, I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but because you guys are white, you have the opportunity to um, leave this conversation and not think about it again." Um, or you have the opportunity to join with your brothers and sisters of color mm-hmm. in having to think about this and roll this over in your mind and in your heart. Yeah. And I just remember like, man, a lot of what I have believed about the world, like what is true? I remember asking myself, what is true? Was the way that I was raised true or is the is this true that like this this these what we're being taught about in diversity training and the the question was too unsettling not to dive into yeah um i couldn't just ignore it mm-hmm. and i think that the way that i desire to live and like the way that i've always seen in my life is I desire to follow truth and to know truth. And no matter if that means I'm wrong about it, 
and I want to get down to what is true, um, whatever the cost may be. Mm. And um, so whenever I was confronted with this new different perspective that clashed with my old one, uh, that seemed very valid and seemed like this is this is what I want. Like I want to love people as Christ loves them. And this seems like it's more in line with that than what I've been believing. Right. And so trying to, but also being like, but is it, is it, is it just kind of like glossy and shiny? Yeah. And should I actually try to follow? Yeah. And so just wrestling with that question and ended up being like, yeah, no, there, there are some really um, destructive uh, beliefs that I held Um or that were like almost given to me and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Um, and then once I saw that I was actually holding them, I was like, Oh, Whoa, I don't want this in my life. You know? Um, so yeah, yeah I think, I think if that, if yeah. that's a good example. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That gives me good insight into, um, what your journey, like the, like the, the characteristics of your journey through mm-hmm. Fox. It seems pretty, pretty monumental these are like transformative ideas yeah for sure a lot mm. um and that was just one that yeah, was just one thing for sure for sure mm-hmm. like now that you think about the, you mentioned seminary mm-hmm. as you're thinking about the future yeah. um and you're thinking about you know kind of your time here at fox is coming to a close yeah you know mm-hmm. um what do, what about that like stands out, you know, this idea of like, yeah, you're kind of, you know, coming into closure. Mm-hmm. What are some thoughts that come up when you think about, man, this, this is my last year for in this season. Of life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of thoughts come to mind. Um, I think one of the predominant ones is have I done enough? here really yeah have i done enough here and i think that 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 that's more so like something to do with me because i feel i i often feel like there's always more that i could do or there's always some some better way i could do something or Mm -hmm. or say something or you know whatever it might be um but having that thought come up and then god and i kind of talking about that and feeling like this redirection of look at what has already been accomplished here. Mm-hmm. I really like how you're stroking these leaves. Mm-hmm. This this is very not, for those helps, of you not here. Helps me focus. <laughs> the, man dusty. has a nice plant in his office that he is stroking the leaves of very fondly. Mm-hmm. It's like my uh, furless cat. Yes, basically, basically the furless cat. Um, and uh, so, but to go back to the thought. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to distract you. No, I honestly, I really appreciated that because I was like, man, we're talking a lot about a lot like about a, like deep stuff, and I was like, what's what's like some kind of jokey, funny thing that we can do or something? I don't know. And then I just see Without men fail. like. Mm, yes, mm. I'm listening to you while <laughs> while caressing my plants. <laughs> Let's not use that word with plants. Come on. 
anyway. please continue <laughs> okay center focus scene yeah if you will yes <laughs> um so that question popping up into my mind, but then being able to come at it with a with a question of like, what have I actually done here at Fox? What what have I accomplished? What are the things that that have happened and that are good and that I can just enjoy the fruit from yeah. in this senior year? And I think instead of viewing my senior year as like a lack of of what have I done with my life in these past three and a half years yeah. so far to seeing it as uh, abundance of like, wow, look at all these plants mm-hmm. that have grown from here. Cause I, I feel in this kind of metaphor or this picture, there's always going to be land that has been uncultivated mm-hmm. and there's always going to be uh, ground that needs tilling. There's always going to be seeds that need planting and you have the opportunity to look at that plot of ground and like go to that one, or you can look at the plot of ground that you just worked on mm-hmm. and that you are now seeing the fruits of, and you're seeing the pomegranates and you're seeing the mangoes and you're seeing these flowers that are just beautiful and in bloom. And you can just basically take a seat with God and just enjoy yeah. what has happened here. Yeah. And so I think that that that's kind of the place I'm in. I'm I'm really reminiscing on the good good moments and seeing all of the goodness that has happened and like the relationships I've developed, the classes that I've taken, mm-hmm. um, the opportunities uh, in res life that I have, um, and being able to just be like, man, this has been a very fruitful and good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just being thankful for that um, yeah. and being grateful for it and then realizing that, man, there there are still things growing, still things blooming here that I want to appreciate. I actually, in a very uh, real, real way, um, just today I, as I was walking back from class, there was this rose bush that was uh, blooming in the quad and not in the quad it was it was right near edwards yeah like on the path to to get onto the bridge and i passed by it and i noticed it and i kept on walking and then i was like wait hold up i need to go smell that rose yeah (laughs) and i stopped and i went back to it and i looked at it and i like the light on it was just really beautiful and i felt felt in that moment of we have so many opportunities to take a moment to stop and appreciate the beauty um, around us, both metaphorical and reality. Um, And so often we just kind of walk. I I had nothing, I had nothing to do. There was nothing that like I was in a rush for or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. I almost missed the opportunity to behold something beautiful just because I was walking, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of encapsulates what what I'm thinking through right now in my senior year. Well, thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're near the end of the hour, mm-hmm. and I want to do rapid fire questions. Let's do it. These are questions Let's that go. give a quick snapshot. Um, I love this. A little bit about you in a that's different good. kind of pace. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Okay. Let's are you do able it. to to just knee jerk bang bang yeah. them out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. You know, like that. Sounds good. <laughs> First question. Okay. Uh, 
what what time of the day or what part of the day do you feel like you thrive the most? Like, are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Thing? You're a night owl. Night thing. owl, for sure. Uh, what is your most favorite word? Uh, uh, um, uh, caressing. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I think I think uh, I think I really enjoy using visceral. Like any time that there's actually a good opportunity to use visceral, yeah, yeah. I enjoy using it. Yeah, that's a good, it's, it's an underrated word. Yeah. What's your least favorite word? Ooh, um, let's see. Uh, man, I I don't know if I have like a. A least favorite word, maybe, maybe just like as simply like poop. You know, I I don't. Oh, you're not a poop fan. Yeah, I just like if if somebody's like, oh man, I really need to go poop. It's just like, it doesn't make you laugh. No, it it's just kind of like I, okay, okay. Especially in this, uh, this is just preference. I know, I know, like, especially whenever ladies say it, I just kind of get a little bit irked. Just like, oh, oh, wait, women actually poop. But it's good. It's yeah, good awesome. because that's true and real, you know? That's very true. Okay. Little, little Nora is coming to go to Betty Boop Up. We'll cut all of this out. Don't worry. We can what? I guess we don't have to cut any of this out. Oh, dope. Cool. That's the power of the podcast. The power of the podcast. The power. <laughs> Um. Yeah, ASMR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll look up a video after it. So, mm-hmm. I think poop. Yeah. What's your favorite sound? Sound. Oh, waterfall. Love waterfall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just powerful. Rushing. Yeah. Rushing. Tranquil. Yeah. Who inspires you? My mother and my dad. I I'd say, I'd say both of them inspire me a great deal i actually just talked with my mom on the phone yesterday so that's that's very like present with me just like wow i have freaking awesome parents and like i i take them for granted sometimes Mm -hmm. um and i i I want to make sure that i do a better job at being grateful for them yeah Mm -hmm. you've you've used your family card so None of these other questions can you say your mother or father. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Min Su Choi, I really look up to that guy. <laughs> so who has taught you the most about life? Min Su Choi, I really <laughs> people don't believe you when you say it like that. Um who has taught me the most about life? Oh uh, can I use the Jesus card? I'm just joking. <laughs> you, may, you may not. <laughs> Um, who has taught me the most about life? <clears throat> Man, uh, that's a really hard question. Um, I think, I think I'm gonna, I, it, it, it is a biblical person, but I'm not gonna, it's not Jesus. I think John, honestly, mm-hmm teaches me a lot about life yeah. and and like his depiction of who Jesus was to him yeah. and like his his eyewitness account mm-hmm. um, and what he talks about in first second third John yeah what's overrated overrated oh popcorn 
popcorn's way overrated. I a lot of I come across a lot of people who love popcorn. <laughs> I it's a funny statement. cannot deal with the kernels. Here's the thing though. I will make an exception for covered popcorn. So like caramel popcorn, I will eat the crap out of that. I will eat it so hard. But regular popcorn, I don't know why people eat it. They're just basically torturing. I feel like they're 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 uh, masochists. You know. Yeah. What's underrated? Underrated. A good pair of underwear. Oh. You know. Right. The unsung hero. Yeah, the unsung, <laughs> the, the unsung hero. Exactly right. You know, a, a good pair of underwear is like is like a a, a beautiful friend. A mm-hmm. good a good good just having fun good time wearing having good time you know awesome well (laughs) i'm gonna stop right there because that's a perfect place to end (laughs) good job thank you how did it feel i i felt like i didn't get through as many questions as you were hoping but but you gave where you (laughs) even though you didn't finish you gave really depth a lot of depth <laughs> in some of these questions. good I'm um, glad was this your first podcast this is actually real quick this is an aside technically yes but freshman year do you remember K Fox Radio oh yeah I was a part of K Fox Radio and if you go look on SoundCloud that's on there you can look at what freshman Austin, you can probably go and look at what freshman Austin was thinking about and also hear the amount of change in how I talked then to how I talk now. So I need, I honestly need to go back and Let's look do at it. those things. So, all right, Austin, if people want to criticize you or get mad at, they're just mad about something you said, yeah. where can they find you on the internet? Oh, on the internet? Uh, LinkedIn. Um. <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs> Honestly, I actually do not have any social platforms. Uh, I decided to get rid of those uh, summer of my freshman year. There you go. But if you want to email me some hate mail, O'Donnell.Austino at gmail.com. Also, my school email, aodonnell 16 at georgefoxedu. What up? And then also, if you want my phone number, I can give you my phone number too. Let's not put that. Okay, sounds good. Um, Also, LinkedIn. I do actually do have a LinkedIn. You can find me there if you want to like direct mail me or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Hey, you're a great conversationalist. Thank you. I appreciate that. I feel like you are a great questioner. Thank you you for your questions. Can you uh, plug this podcast? Can you tell all the listeners out there to like, subscribe, and rate this podcast very highly? Yes, yes. As uh, Min's actually giving me a $100 bill right now. Um, That's not true. <laughs> if you would uh, like, hit that like button. Smash that like button. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> hit that subscribe. Follow us for new intriguing information yeah. and educated life. Right. Comments on us. Yeah. Make us make us be looking good, nice and sexy to to the to the to the podcast world. Dress us dress us up in something nice, you know, like a nice suit and tie. All right, that was too far. <laughs> All right, well, but remember, smash that like button. <laughs>